Les's League. Hello and welcome back to Big Lezzers Leg, the second episode of 2023. We're going to be talking about fantasy. It's part one, episode one of the fantasy chat. This is a new segment that I'm going to be bringing in to this season, talking NRL fantasy going into this year. Now, obviously, I'm recording this before February 1st when this podcast will be released. So look, any changes I would not be aware about, I would not be aware about at all. It's the 20th of January at the moment, so anything from the January 20th onwards, uh, right up until Feb 1st, I would not be aware about yet. Recording from the past, thought that'd be a little bit cool, sounds a little bit cool, sounds cooler than it is, to be honest, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're going to be talking about NRL Fantasy, some of the guys I would get, some of the guys I would avoid. Now, some of the guys I would get, let's get straight into this one. So excited. My team at the moment as well, I reveal at the end. Uh, But here are some of the guys that I think you should get going into 2023. Now, the first one, Canberra Bankstown Bulldogs dummy half, Reid Marnie. I really do like Reid Marnie going into this season. He does basically everything for this side, or will do basically everything for this side. We've seen what he's done for the Parramatta Reels. Kicking game, passing game. One of the best passes at a dummy half in the comp right now is Reid Marnie. The kicking game as well at a dummy half can pop a 40-20 at a dummy half with ease. Uh, really, really good at play in-game play as well. Running at a dummy half and setting up plays almost as if he was a second 5'8", and he's in the number nine. Uh, really, really good get here at 659K. He's one of the top echelon hookers. He's one of the more expensive ones. I would say, Uh, but he'd be the one that I'd be getting going into this season. He's not the most expensive, but he's definitely not the cheapest either, but he's one that I would be getting going into this season, one of the cheaper ones I'd be getting for this season at 659k. I think he's an absolute buy. He's an absolute pod for me, uh, and I'd be definitely getting him going into this season. The next one is Ruben Cotter for the North Queensland Cowboys. We've seen what he did last season. Uh, evidence would suggest he's playing in the front row again going into this season. I'd be taking him for sure. Uh, he's a really, really good buy here at 764k, one of the more expensive front rowers. But I'd be spending a bit of dough on front rows. I had a really bad tactic last year of spending all my money on the backs. I'd be spending money on these front rows. Because look, at the end of the day, those are the guys that are going to get you some points. Those are the guys that are going to get your ranking up, the front rowers. So I've got Ruben Cotter here in my side, a little bit of a cheeky uh, sneak peek there. Uh, but Ru- Ruben Cotter is definitely in my side. He's someone that I would definitely have in your side as well, a really, really strong front rower there. Josh Schuster's is another one. He's one that you can have in the halves or in the back row. So he's very, very versatile in that sense. And I think he's going to be a great little pod for you as well. I had a lot of criticism against Josh Schuster. He obviously didn't look too fit at the back end of the 2022 season. Seeing pictures of him, watching videos of him training at the moment at the Manly Seagulls, he looks super fit. He looks super ready to go and I can't wait to see him and how he goes in this 5-8 role. He looked completely different. Literally completely different to how he looked at the end of last season. At the end of last season, he had a lot more size on him. He's pretty much got 
a fair chunk of that size off. He's still a big boy, uh, but he looks much more fit uh, than he did at the back end of last year. And that is why I'm a bit excited about a Josh Schuster. You can chuck him on the bench. You can chuck him in your starting side. 479K, one of the cheaper guys, to be honest, uh, going into this 2023 season. I would definitely have him in your side. I think this one's an obvious one. Yes, he's the most expensive player or one of the most expensive players in the game, but he's one that you've got to have in your side. You've got to have Nathan Cleary. You've got to have him at captain as well. You've got to have him there uh, because he gets a shit ton of points per game. He gets around 60 to 70 points per game. You double that up with captain and you get about 130, 140 points per game from just one player. That is insane. And that is why you need a guy like Nathan Cleary in your team going into this year. Definitely one that you must have and at captain as well. You can pretty much go for someone a bit cheaper going into this year. If you have Nathan Cleary in the halves, get someone a bit cheaper on the other side. Maybe around the 300-400k mark is what I would go for. I've gone for Billy Walters um, and I think that's a good one as well. If you want someone a bit versatile, if there's an injury in the hooking role, you can chuck him in there and then chuck someone from your reserves into the 5'8 jersey. Uh, but very versatile in that sense, and that's why I've got Billy Walters in my side. Teddy Tedesco as well at vice captain is someone I'd have in there as well. There's a few guys that are obviously at the top pricings for this game that I would definitely have. That is Cam Murray, that is James Tedesco, and that is Nathan Cleary. They get the big points. They get through the hard yards in games. They're guys that I definitely have in this side, particularly because... James Tedesco is going to be in a much faster side going into this year. Uh, that's why I definitely have him in this team as well. He's going to be doing a lot more. He's going to be somewhat Cooper Cronk-esque in the sense that he's going to be one of the more calmer players uh, compared to those really ramped up explosive players like your Luke Kearys, your Sam Walkers, Connor Watson obviously not in the side at the moment with his patella injury, or at least that's what we know it to be. Uh, but he's got a really bad injury. He's going to be out for about six months. Uh, but your Brandon Smiths even, your Victor Radleys, it's a very frantic side. I feel like James Tedesco is going to be sort of slotting into that role of the guy that calms the side down a bit, the simple plays. I think that's the guy that James Tedesco is going to be, but he's also going to be getting through a shit ton of work like he did last year. And he's a guy that I definitely have in your side going into 2023. James Tedesco, Nathan Cleary, Cam Murray, guys I would have in your side moving forward. Some of the cheaper guys, obviously your Dom Youngs on the wing for Newcastle. If he's on the same side as Hastings, he's going to be scoring a shit ton of tries going into this year. Uh, that's why I would definitely have a guy like Dom Young in your side moving forward. An absolute beast there on the wing as proven last year. I've got Sualee and Dom Young on my wings, and I think that they'd be very beneficial if you had uh, similar guys I would, at least, I would at least have Dom Young for sure. For sure, I would have Dom Young in your side going into this year. I think he is an absolute buy. And I think he'll do a very good job at this season. Get you a lot of points because he gets through a lot of work. Now, the cheaper guys I have on the bench, the first one that I definitely consider 
is Danny Levi from the Canberra Raiders. Now, the Raiders are going to be a side pushing for that top eight. They've got a very strong team, particularly in the forwards, uh, but they've got a really, really strong team going into this year. Xavier Savage, it's going to be one of his breakout years again this season, I feel. Jack Whiten as well. Jamal Fogarty really starting to become a very successful house pairing in this competition. Danny Levi is going to add some real spark to that spine. Might not be straight away. I'd have him in your emerging to start the year, uh, but definitely when he gets into a bit of a flow, when the spine starts to gel, I would definitely chuck him onto the bench. He's going to get you a bit of points uh, going into this year, but he's definitely someone that I would consider putting at least in your emerging in case there's injury. Danny Levi, his first year for the Canberra Raiders, if he's anything like he was when he left the competition, uh, in that Raiders team, I think he'll be a very successful dummy half. So Danny Levi, definitely someone that I would be considering. Ray Stone from the Dolphins, depending on how the Dolphins go this year, depending on how they use a guy like Ray Stone up suspect he'll come off the bench. A smaller forward, but gets to a shit ton of work. A guy that I would consider very good defensively. Can also slot into hooker if there is injury. So, uh, not on this game, but if there is injury, he can slot into hooker. So, I would be considering having him on your bench, depending on if he is in the side or not. But I would have some guys in the emerging, just in case Ray Stone isn't in the starting 17. But I think that he definitely will be. So, Ray Stone, definitely someone that I would consider. Hayes Perham from the Bulldogs. Uh, it's been reported that he will start the year at fullback. If that's true, I'd definitely have him on the bench or at least in the emerging. Uh, he's 298K, so very, very cheap there, especially if he starts the year off well. Uh, he's definitely going to be one of those guys that is bang for your buck. Uh, a really good pod there in Hayes Perham. Now, some of the guys that I wouldn't get, some bust guys that I would not get, just yet in this side. Now, don't take bust uh, too offensively, too harshly. I'm not saying that these guys are crap whatsoever. It's a game. Um, we're just talking fantasy here. But these are some of the guys that I would somewhat avoid starting the season off. The first ones that come to mind for me, I would sort of wait and sort of suss out Tom Travojevic and Ryan Pappenhausen. Two guys coming off very serious injuries. Tom Trevojevic could do his hammy again. Let's hope not. Let's hope America gets his hammy just right. But we don't want to risk that too early. I would sort of suss him out a bit. Wait till he plays a few games. If he starts to get good points in NRL Fantasy... Definitely someone that I would consider chucking in your team going into 2023, uh, but not straight away. Not straight away at all. I would wait at least till round three or four, maybe even five, uh, to see how Tom Travojevic goes. If he even plays the first few rounds, Tom Travojevic. Ryan Papenau's in the same. I don't know if he's going to be ready for round one, but when he does come back, I would at least wait three to four rounds to see how he goes in that Storm side. Would not be getting him straight away. Would not be getting him straight away because you can spend that money on other guys. What you could spend on Ryan Pappenhausen and Tom Travojevic, you could spend on about four or five, maybe even six rookies um, in your emerging team that could start the year off in NRL in first grade. So look, I would, as I said, suss this out. Suss these teams out. Suss these players out before you go and buy them. Wait at least three to four rounds before you look to get Tom Travojevic or Ryan Pappenhausen.
So now that we've got all of that out of the way, let's have a look at my team for NRL Fantasy going into this year. Obviously, I'm going to chop and change this before the season starts, and I'll let you know if I do do that. But currently, right now, on January the 20th, I'm reading this out to you on February 1st. This is my current team for NRL Fantasy. So I've got Reid Marnie at hooker. I've got Cameron Murray and Junior Paolo in the front row. I've got Ruben Cotter there as well in the middles. I've got Josh Schuster and Liam Martin in the back row. I've got Nathan Cleary captained with Billy Walters in the halves. As I said, we talked about Billy Walters before, having that guy that can play more than one position if there's injury or if you want to chop and change the side around. I think it's very, very beneficial to have a guy like Billy Walters in your team. Uh, Hamaso Tabiwai Fado and Brett Naden in the centers. Now, I'll talk a bit about that in a second. Uh, James Tedesco and Joseph Suali'i and Dominic Young in the back line there. Tedesco at fullback with Suali'i and Dom Young on the wings. My bench is Hayes Perham, Danny Levi, Ray Stone, Kanan Palacea, Franklin Pele. Definitely a guy that I would add to your side as well. At 250K, he could be coming off the bench for the Bulldogs. So I would be definitely looking to have him in your team as well. Uh, Bailey Hodgson could play fullback for the Knights. We don't know how that side is going to end up just yet. Uh, The Knights, they haven't yet signed Lockie Miller. They haven't announced it yet, uh, but apparently he's signed there for this season. We'll have to wait and see how that goes, Um, but he has maybe got a release from the Sharks. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure how that situation is panning out just yet. Obviously, as I said, if things happen over the next few days, I'm not going to know until we get there. I'm recording this on January 20th. It is February 1st when it's coming out, so I don't know about any updates between then. Uh, But Bailey Hodgson could end up at fullback if they don't land Lockie Miller. Uh, Drew Hutchison I've got here as well, 267K. I thought it was very cheap uh, for Drew Hutchison. Could make his way onto the bench here um, for the Roosters, depending on how the side shapes out. But I've got him there, 267K. Too good to pass up. And then Jack Howarth uh, in the emerging as well for this side, 230K. Could be on the bench for the Melbourne Storm or even starting in the back row or in the centers. I had to poach him. I had to poach him because he's going to be fantastic. This year, they've got him on big money, Jack Howarth. Uh, Really excited to see if he does make his NRL debut. I'm sure he will with the side that they've got going into this year. And I can't wait to see how Howarth goes in first grade. But I have got him here in my emerging. Um, So very decent team for me. As I said, I'm going to make some changes moving into closer to when the season starts. Um, but this is my current team. I think I might need to get one more half on the bench if I am reflecting on this now, uh, but that is my current side going into this year and very happy with it so far. Maybe change the centers as well, but don't have much money to spend on them and you shouldn't really be spending too much on your centers. You should be more focusing on your forwards and your wingers, wingers fullback uh, and your middle forwards, I think is where the money is made. Nathan Cleary as well, the more expensive, guys. Uh, You get the main guys like Nathan Cleary, James Sadesco, Cam Murray, uh, and then you 
spend a bit more dough than you usually would on the front row uh, and then in the back line as well, but not really the centers. That's not really where I'd be spending too much of my money, neither in the back row either. Uh, I have spent a bit of money here on guys like Liam Martin and Josh Schuster, but not somewhere I'd generally be spending too much money if I'm an NRL fantasy player, which I am going into this season. But look, very excited for the season to start. Cannot wait for NRL fantasy to start as well. As I said, I will be making changes to this side, so stay tuned. I will put another podcast out every few days about NRL fantasy if I do make changes to this side before the season starts. And then once the season gets underway, we'll be talking NRL fantasy. We'll be talking my scores each week. We'll be talking trades. We'll be talking about how my side is going and who are the guys that you should get in your side uh, when you're using those trades. But there you go. That was the first episode of the NRL Fantasy Chat. Let's